Well, hello, 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 and welcome to a new podcast. I've got the house to myself today, which is why my voice is raised. And you know what? I am super pumped for this podcast. Hello, hello, and welcome, sickos. I'm Sensory Stars. You may know me as Kirsten McQueen. You may know me as or just a sickle, you know, that does podcasts. Anyway, <laughs> I'm Sensory Stowers. It's a pleasure to virtually meet you if you are listening to this podcast. I do appreciate all the love and support that everybody gives me on this podcast. And I hope you are having a lovely afternoon. It is a fine evening here. The sun was blaring. It drained my energy. But now the sun's gone back home, back in the sky. I'm, I'm done, okay. But very exciting announcement right now. So if you don't know where I'm from, a lot of people were questioning where I was from. I'm from the UK, United Kingdom. I'm from Newcastle. People love the Newcastle people. I don't know why. I don't know if it's a Geordie accent or what. So if if you can't really understand what I'm saying, I do apologise. I do tend to talk really, really fast. But anyway, today's podcast is, you probably guessed it already, Love Dump. Oh my God. Now, I was going to keep my next podcast as a surprise. However, something happened just yesterday that got me even more excited. So I was watching Love Dump and this is definitely a movie that is now in my top five for sure. I love it that much. I do have a special guest speaker with me today. She is amazing. Her name is Coda and she played the lead role of the serial killer in Love Dump. Now, if you haven't seen the film Love Dump, stop this podcast right now, go to a broke house, support Sam Hell, support Coda in this film, rent it, buy it, I don't care, give the support and give the love because Sam Hell really did take it there with this film and I absolutely love it. Uh, I just, I can't get over it. I've been raving about it since yesterday. Um, It's got the right amount of gore. It's got the right amount of sexual, sexy content. And so if you like what you're hearing about that, then uh, you might want to go and check it out. So definitely do that. Give them some love. Throw them love. Um, But now, if you haven't seen Love Dump, like I said, go and check it out, okay? Um, No questions asked. You need to do it. So Love Dump, for those that don't know, is rated X and is for good reason. It's based on a serial killer and a necrophiliac who hides out in motels in Los Angeles and California. During the serial killer's hideout, their urges become too much. Now, you're going to hear from Coda, who played the lead serial killer in Love Dump in just a moment, but I want to talk about this film. So as I said before, it's about a serial killer and uh, this serial killer is a woman um, and she, you know, is a a necrophiliac. Um, If you don't know what a necrophiliac is, it's basically where you get off on gore, um, you know, blood and everything like that. So this film, obviously I'm all into serial killers. Everybody knows this if you know me personally. I've been a huge fan of serial killer documentaries since I was 12 right? And I'm 33 now. I'll be 34 in February. Jesus Christ, the time's flying. (laughs) But anyway, 
So yeah, so this female serial killer, she's, it, it seems to me, or I don't know if I'm missing something, but it seems to be she's either in the same motel or she's going to different motels and she's writing in a journal. And the police or the detective in the, the film, which you don't see, uh, reads off what has been written in these uh, journals. Now, obviously that side of it for me is fascinating because it's serial killer related. But it's also fascinating to me because I'm into gore. I'm a very gory, hard gore fan, uh, hardcore. Um, if you don't know all the films that I've seen in the past, then you might want to check out some of these podcasts that I've done already on the Two Extreme for Mainstream um, franchise, as I'm going to call it now. Uh, we are on Spotify now. Uh, we are on Anchor as well. But obviously Spotify seems to be a lot easier. And... Just to add in this before I continue about the film Love Dump, um, my podcast will be featured on YouTube in the future as well. So if you don't want to miss that out, but you want to support my channel, you want to support what I'm doing here on Too Extreme for Mainstream, then I will announce my YouTube page on all of my social media platforms. I will announce all of my social media at the end and also uh, Coders, um social media as well so you can check her out and Sam Hell's social but for now, um, back to the film. So, like I said, it's about a serial killer necrophiliac. And what I really love about the go in this film is it doesn't look fake. It looks real. Okay. Now, I must admit, I remember um, the guinea pig series, the um, Flowers of Flesh and Blood. I know that Charlie Sheen back in the day had reported this film to the FBI because he thought it was real. Well, this looks no different. This film looks real for how low budget it was. I'm assuming it was low budget. If it was not low budget, Sam Hell, Coda, please, you know, spare me on that and let me know if it was low budget or not. But to me, this is what I love about Sam Hell's films. He really does have a vision that's different to everybody else. And he goes all out with the gore and the sex, obviously. Um... And I love both of those combos together and Serial Killer. So to me, it was a great movie that, you know, I absolutely loved watching. I got a thrill from watching that film with all the gore and everything combined. And it, like I said, it's definitely worth a watch. I highly recommend it. But I'm not going to go into any more detail about the film. If that sounds like your vibe, then, you know, go and check it out. Um, so... So now we are going to move on to the interview. So Coda, my dear, um, could you please introduce yourself to our fellow sickos and what you are most known for? Hello, thank you for having me on your podcast today. For those that don't know who I am, my name is Wolvie Ironbear. I am the lead in Love Dump and as well as a adult entertainer and content creator. Now, just want to say first of all, thank you so much for coming on this podcast. I really appreciate it. Now, was Love Dump your first movie feature? Love Dump was my first film, I guess, within the horror genre itself. I had done very small projects before that, but nothing more than like five minute little indie film projects. Now, can you tell me who approached who? Did Sam Hell approach you, or did you approach Sam Hell? 
Originally, Sam had reached out to me um, through Twitter, actually, because I had liked a post through Mutual of ours that had posted that they were looking for talent to be in the project, and Sam had wound up looking through my Twitter and liked my look, so he had reached out to see if I was interested in the project. And can you tell me, what is Sam Hell like to work with? Sam is inspiring to work with, as well as just an all-around amazing guy. Um, from just his general ideas to his openness to allow me to kind of play around within the characters and roles. Um, and I would say from day one, we just got along better than I could have expected. And we're still friends to this day and chat almost weekly. Now, would you work with Sam Hell at all again in the future? I would most definitely work with them again, any chance given. Um, we've done several other projects since Love Dump as well. Now, what was your reaction to the movie script then? Because I'm assuming you were kind of like, what? Because it's not every day you get to do what you did in the film, am I right? When I first had received the script, I... You know, read it over briefly uh, and decided I was going to spend a little time thinking it over. My initial reaction was this seems super interesting, but at the same time, coming from an adult film background, my only concern would have been, is this going to be something I can pull off? So that was my only concern in that sense. But the, the script itself didn't off-put me in any way. I was actually more intrigued by it because I felt it was something so different from what I had done regularly. So this question, I think, might be quite interesting for you. A lot of these movies, like such as Sam Hell or Lucifer Valentine and stuff like this, I suppose it can push a lot of people's boundaries because this is not a, a normal mainstream media type of film and it most certainly isn't for the light-hearted people. So was there any boundaries that you wouldn't cross in any of the Sam Hell films that you've been in? Thankfully, I don't think I've ever had to worry about any major boundaries being pushed that I wouldn't cross just because Sam himself is so good about making sure that anything of that nature isn't getting touched. So a lot of times my boundaries are very similar to what Sam's boundaries are. And in fact, sometimes Sam has boundaries before even mine. So I've never had to worry about that. But I think like all things, there would be certain boundaries that I wouldn't cross especially dealing with kids of any sort for projects that I just wouldn't go there but in terms of just stuff that has been coming up in the film there's never been a boundary pushed. Now I've got to ask this question what was it like acting in Love Dump as a whole? Doing Love Dump as a whole was I guess groundbreaking for me in a sense because I never got to experience anything of that sort um, especially coming from the adult industry and being transgender I just wasn't sure if there was ever going to be a place for me within the community of horror films because you just don't see very many trans adult actors really outside of I guess niche roles so to be able to be in something like Love Dump and play the character that I got to to me just gave me a lot of room to play around and express sides of me that you know I just don't get to explore ever yeah so you're absolutely right on the whole trans acting thing going on um you know I think 
a lot more directors should have a lot more trans people in films these days because it's just like being gay for example they never added anybody that was gay or showed any gay tendencies on films or tv shows not up until i would say most recently um so yeah so i think that's the next step is to you know allow directors and actors to come forward with all of that because it is the 21st century let's be real but moving on now for the blood for me it's kind of a fetish and all because i saw the film I Cut Your Flesh, if I'm honest. Um, and that stars Miss Socks, who I've interviewed before. So if you've missed that, then check out the Miss Socks interview on my podcast. Uh, but does blood bother you all at much? You know, at all? No, I'm not squeamish at all around blood. In fact, I've done needle play and knife play sessions before. So stuff like that has never really been an issue for me at all. I know for some people it can be, but I've never had an issue dealing with any of that gore stuff. So I know a lot of films take quite a bit of time to film. Now, with Sam Hell's films being only at most 40 minutes long, how long did it take you and Sam um, to record this film in particular? We actually managed to film Love Dump over the span of two days, if I remember correctly. It was during the height of the pandemic. Things had just opened up out here in our area. And so it was kind of a mad scramble to just immediately try to shoot as much as we could. So Sam and I had just two nonstop 12 to 15 hour days just trying to get everything crammed in as much as we could. It was hectic and wild, but also just exciting to be able to do something like that after, you know, wondering where the world was going from the pandemic. I know talking about um, the coronavirus, I know people don't like to hear that word, but we've lived through it. Um, yeah, that whole corona thing just blew up out of nowhere, I think, you know, in my personal opinion. And it's crazy how a pandemic like that just stopped everything, you know, and everybody had to be in lockdown. So we all had to be very, very careful. But now, thankfully, everything is going, as I feel like, back to normal, which is really, really good. Now, when it comes to these types of films also... Um, was there anything at all that you weren't comfortable with that you might have, you know, agreed to later? No, I was pretty comfortable with everything. I think there might have been one line of dialogue that I wasn't 100% sure how I felt about saying that had to deal with uh, saying the word Holocaust and, and kind of the negativity that surrounds that type of word. Um, so I had my apprehensive moments, but I had faith in Sam's scripting for the word and felt comfortable enough once I had done the project and kind of seen where it was going that I was like, okay, it makes sense within what's being said in the dialogue. So with being in this film, have you always wanted to be an actress? I had kicked the idea around of doing acting when I was in high school a little bit after doing a few drama classes and trying to figure out who I was at that age. But that idea kind of quickly, <clears throat> excuse me, puttered out um, once I'd become an adult and just kind of got busy in other industries and 
other hobbies and such just because I didn't have the time and really a direction to go with it. So I was really fortunate enough to kind of fall into it a second time around, I guess you could say. Yeah, it's really interesting here on that side of you, to be fair. Um, and acting, you know, a lot of people can act straight away on screen and, you know, it, it seems like a second home for them. Whereas you seem to be very comfortable on screen, which is really great to see. And you did amazing in that film. But anyway, so what is your favourite film apart from the one that you're acted in for Sam Hell? My favourite film would probably be Vania, just because that was the first one I had seen of his projects that I was shown to give me an idea of like what he was doing and I was just really taken by the visuals of the film and the way that it was shot. Uh, as soon as I had seen that I, I completely was on board with the project just because I love the way that Sam films his films, just the way that they look visually. Yeah, I totally agree with you on that one about Sam Hal, how he films his films. Um, his directing skills, his producing skills is absolutely amazing. For more of the underground um, extreme films, what I say. Uh, but anyway, but what advice would you give to anyone thinking of becoming an actor or an actress? I would definitely say take the risk and go for it. Um, you know, do your research, play around. I mean, for me, uh, it was just kind of getting out of a comfort zone. But once I had dove into it, it was definitely worth it and it's opened a lot more opportunities to take on other smaller roles and just kind of see what's out there. I firmly believe that, you know, you really only get one shot at kind of doing things, so you might as well take every opportunity that you can. So if acting is something that you are considering or very passionate about, you you don't lose anything by trying, you know. Uh, as the saying goes, you miss 100% of the shots you don't take, and, and I definitely believe that if you want to try acting, it will not hurt you in any to go for it. Now we are going to move on to the BDSM part of this interview, or the alternative lifestyle as I like to call it. So, Koda, can you tell me how long have you personally been involved with the alternative lifestyle? I got involved in the alternative scene at about 18. Yeah, pretty much. I think once I turned 18, you know, I joined FetLife, um, started browsing around on Craigslist and things like that. So the alternative lifestyle has always been something that I was into, not just dressing, but being a part of the community. So you are kind of like me when it comes to the alternative lifestyle. I have been in the lifestyle myself since I was 18 and I started as submissive and I topped from the bottom when I was 20 and I've been solely a dorme um, or a female dominant um, ever since I was 20 and I am now 33 so I live that lifestyle myself so what role um, or roles would you consider yourself? I consider myself a switch-leaning dom, so most of the time I will just default to being dominant. However, I am fully capable and enjoy playing the role of a switch to fill in those roles that are needed. But yeah, I guess, you know, for the most part, I just consider myself switch, but I definitely have a more dom-leaning perspective. So I have a question that could help potentially a lot of people that's listening to this podcast right now. 
Um, and the reason I'm going to ask this is because there's a lot of people out there that have come across this alternative lifestyle, mostly due to Fifty Shades, you know, and they don't really know how to open up about it. They don't really know how to talk about it. Um, they don't even know how to get into it. So what advice would you give to anyone about opening up about their sexuality? When it comes to open up about your sexuality, I would say that's the best thing you can do for yourself because your sexuality is so closely tied and innate experience to only you that you really close yourself off by hiding so much of that and just the amount of anxiety and stress that that can build up for people. And at the end of the day, you're the one that has to, you know, deal with these things. So the best thing you can do for yourself is to just be open and honest about it. You will lose nothing for it and those that judge you for it you wouldn't want in your life to begin with because they're they're only holding you back they're not wanting the best experiences for you talking about that last um question and answer that you give um coda um i will give someone um a film which i think you know if, if you are interested in this lifestyle and exploring your sexuality in the bdsm form or whatever form that you think um definitely check out the film snm judge um it is in a different language but that is definitely a fantastic film especially because it's about a judge and a wife and the wife um really wants to express her sexuality in the bdsm form and her husband doesn't really understand that but then he learns to understand that and then he becomes a big fan of it himself so um, definitely check out the snm judge for sure so Koda, you say that you're transgender. What advice would you give to those that want to maybe explore transitioning? The biggest advice I can give somebody when it comes to that stuff is do your research and definitely realize that how you choose to define yourself now may not be how you choose to define yourself five years, ten years, however many time has passed down the road because, you know, sexuality general like is kind of liquid at times so just you know give yourself room to grow would be my biggest advice and what advice would you give to anyone about meeting other people to explore their sexuality definitely always practice safe sex protocols um you know making sure that you're tested your partners are tested um you know Talk about everything you're both comfortable with beforehand would be probably the biggest advice between safe sex practice and just talking things out in advance so that you both are on the same page. Exactly. I couldn't agree more. Please make it consensual. <laughs> so what is your favorite films and why? I always felt I had kind of a weird taste in movies because I grew up with parents that were older so some of my favorite movies do fall into that much older category as well as some of the newer stuff so some of my favorite movies would be 13th Warrior, Hellboy, P.S. I Love You, The Good and Bad and the Ugly, oh it's just such a large list of films, Seven Samurai, The Matrix trilogies, the Rocky series, uh, quite a few movies by Keanu Reeves, truthfully. I have kind of a wide and 
strange taste, to be honest. It's always hard to pull names to the forefront of my mind when I ask these questions, so I apologize. It's completely fine, but I totally agree uh, with having older parents that raise you up. My grandparents raised me up, so I do have a lot of older films in my uh, categories as well. One of them in particular is Calamity Jane. I don't know if you've seen that. That's, uh, that's a classic. Gladiator. Uh, what else have I seen that I absolutely love? Oh, Jurassic Park. I love Jurassic Park. Keanu Reeves, The Matrix. I love those films. Um, Johnny Depp, anything to do with Johnny Depp and Justice for Johnny Depp absolutely fantastic news for him on that one so what, now, well, going on to music what are your favourite bands in particular? I would say the reason most of those films are some of my favourites is I always find characters within those I feel I can either relate to or the story itself I feel there's a part of me in that and so I have deep attachments to a lot of those films or they're just so beautifully well done that it's hard to dislike movies like that but you know I think when it comes to favorite movies it's you know subjective for so many people my favorite bands or artists in no particular order are Florence and the Machine, One Republic, Ghost, Ramstein. My favorite bands or artists in no particular order are Florence and the Machine, One Republic, Ghost, Ramstein, Tom Petty, Audio Slave, A Perfect Circle. I'm just so bad when it comes to thinking of names when I'm put on the spot like that. I apologize again. It's completely fine. Um... But yeah, but I'm like you when it comes to music as well. Um, I'm always put on the spot. But some of my favourite bands, my top five favourite bands is probably Hollywood and Dead is number one. William Control, Ramstein, Slipknot and Marilyn Manson. They're my top five of all time. So overall, to end this interview, do you have any more comments to add? Uh, just thanks for having me and being able to be a part of this. You know, it's always a pleasure to be able to talk about projects I've been involved in or have coming up so thank you again for all of this time and thank you again Coda for this interview I do really appreciate very very much now my announcement is I will be interviewing the man himself Sam Hell and Miss Socks for a second time so get excited for that um, if you want to support my podcast, please follow me on Twitter at Extreme Podcast, on Instagram at Century Stowers, or Facebook at Kirsty Ann. Now, please show Coda some love over on Instagram at Coda.ironbear. And not forgetting the man himself, Sam Hell, on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at A Broke House, or check out his website at abrokehouse.com. Thank you so much for the support and thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed this podcast and thank you again to Coda for doing this interview. And I look forward to our next podcast when I interview Miss Socks and Sam Hell. Until next time, have a good day, sickos.